Canton's Morning News with Pam Cook continues now. Bill Morgan in for Pam today on 1480 WHBC, and we know who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl, and nobody better to break that down than one of the co-hosts of Kenny and JT in the afternoon, Kenny Rota. Kenny, good morning. Any surprises in your mind in terms of who won those games in the AFC and NFC title contest on Sunday? No, I figured Philadelphia uh, would be the most dominant team uh, in the weekend, and they were. Their defense, as good as Jalen Hurts is playing, and he's an MVP candidate this year, and as well as they run the ball, their defense is the key to their team. Uh, and Nick Sirianni, of course, from Mount Union, the head coach in his second year there uh, with Philadelphia, has them playing at an extremely high level. So they have all the pieces, parts to win the Super Bowl, and they're the favorites going into Super Bowl 57 by two and a half points. But I did have Cincinnati going into Kansas City and beating the Chiefs because I thought that high ankle sprain would affect Patrick Mahomes more than it did. Now, it affected him, obviously, but he still found uh, a way to make that one play that was the difference late in the game where he scrambled for enough yards uh, to at least attempt the field goal, and then they got the bonus with the 15-yard roughing uh, the passer penalty, and Kansas City prevails 23-20. So I figured Philly would do it, but I, I didn't think Kansas City would have enough to get past Cincinnati, but give them credit, and Patrick Mahomes just showing why he's the best player in the NFL. And Kenny, your thoughts on the officiating in that AFC contest? Well, officiating in the uh, NFL, the NBA, hopefully we're going to robotic umpires behind the plate for balls, and it is at an all-time where it's an epidemic in sports how bad officiating is, and it reared its ugly head in that AFC championship game. You can question that last uh, roughing the passer penalty, but Mahomes was out of bounds, so I won't harp on that too much. But maybe the previous five penalties that went against Kansas City uh, in the fourth quarter to, or excuse me, against Cincinnati to benefit Kansas City, my bad, in the fourth quarter, those are the ones where you scratch your head. There were a couple of times uh, you, you look at um, the uh, intentional grounding play, and it was a late flag. Might have been the right call, but there was also a hands-to-the-face on 95 for Kansas City rushing uh, and getting his hands up in the face of one of the Cincinnati offensive linemen, not called. The punt return by uh, Kansas City late there. There were two blocks in the back that weren't called. So you look at that and you go, hmm, okay, does somebody have an interest in this game uh, outside of the game itself? And it just makes you scratch your head that these are supposed to be the best officials in the world, and yet they stunk as bad as they did yesterday. Kenny wrote on Canton's Morning News. And, Kenny, both you and I are, I'm just going to use the word mature because it sounds better than old. But uh, (laughs) we go back to a time watching the NFL when guys beating the hell out of each other on a regular basis was part of the game and and not so much at all anymore. Uh, You touch somebody as a defensive back more than five yards down the field, they're throwing a flag. Uh, You push a quarterback in the backfield, roughing the passer. Uh, To me, Kenny, and maybe it's only me, it's taken a lot of enjoyment out of even watching some of these games. I understand why they're trying to protect the quarterback uh, and the players. Okay, I get that. They're, they're trying to uh, eliminate the serious injuries because the players are just bigger, faster, stronger than what they used to be, right? But at some point, uh, you sit there, like you said, and you go, man, okay, yeah, when, when we were growing up, that wasn't a penalty, but it is now. 
and the the I, I don't know are they going to go to flag football for the quarterbacks like they are for the Pro Bowl game? I mean, <laughs> let everybody else play without flags and put uh, flags on the quarterback. Uh, and I get that those are the guys that people really come to see, right? The quarterbacks, and it better's your chance if you have a healthy one. Just look at the 49ers, right? The NFC Championship game. Uh, they basically lost two quarterbacks and had to play with that second one injured, unable to throw the football. So I get the protection of the players for their safety and everything, but as a fan, if we're just being selfish, yeah, it's not as uh, exciting or fun maybe as it used to be, but as fans, like the players, Bill, I guess we have to adjust to it. Well, and, and I guess a guy who was a great defensive back in the NFL, played at Ohio State, uh, the assassin Jack Tatum. I don't even know if he'd even be able to play today, Kenny, based on the way he played in the secondary back in the day. Yeah, Mel Blunt too. They changed rules back then with Mel Blunt because of how big, fast, and physical he was. And those guys, uh, you know, would, would not be allowed to play the way they used to. But you know what? The really good players, Bill, of whatever era, I think would be able to adjust because they would be smart enough to understand that you can do this, you can't do that. Oh, Cy, you can't hit Patrick Mahomes when, when he's on the sideline. Now, I know some quarterbacks have used the sideline as if they're going to go out of bounds and then they stop and come back in and pick up some extra yards. So I, I get that you want to make sure he's going out of bounds, but you have to be smart about it and no time and, and situation, right? The time of the game, the situation, it's tied. Can't give them extra yards. You've got to be smart about it, so you've got to use your head more now thinking than you did before when it was a battering ram. Kenny Rhoda, our guest. Kenny, uh, if only for a moment, stepping away from the National Football League, uh, a great opportunity for you and JT, an article upcoming in Canton Lifestyle Magazine. Yeah, Brian Bailey uh, owns Lifestyle Magazine. He's also the owner of Old Carolina Barbecue. And he stopped by one day and said, hey, we'd like to do a, an article on you guys in our local magazine, Canton Lifestyle Magazine. Would you be interested? JT and I looked, wait, somebody wants to talk about us? What? Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll gladly sit down and tell our story of how the Kenny and JT show uh, came on board at WHBC about five years ago. So we want to thank Brian and uh, his staff there at Canton Lifestyle Magazine. It's the February edition. You can find it online or you can get hard copies. And we'll tell you on the show later today where you can get your hard copies. I, I love the fact that they still make hard copies, Bill. I'll be able to actually pick it up uh, and uh, read it and, and look at uh, our ugly photos of JT and I. So uh, the faces for radio are coming at you online and uh, in a hard copy of Cleveland, or excuse me, Canton Lifestyle Magazine. Well, certainly I got a chance to uh, preview that article over the weekend, and it really does give great insight, sort of behind the curtains. How did Kenny and JT, as a show, get started? Good stuff to be sure as well. Now, back to uh, the Super Bowl upcoming yeah. just under two weeks. From a Vegas perspective, who is the favorite Kenny going in? Right now, I just checked my four different betting apps that we're allowed to use now because gambling is legal in Ohio, and I'm sure you know that after talking to uh, Billy Beebe producing for you today, Bill. Um, I, I looked at uh, a number of them, and right now the Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites with the over-under set at 49-and-a-half. I expect both to go up and down over the next two weeks based on uh, the amount of money coming in on each team. I agree with the uh, the big shots out in the desert that the Eagles are the favorites. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, with that high ankle sprain, he's going to have a couple of weeks to try and heal that even more, but I still think it's going to affect him. 
That defensive line uh, much better uh, for the Eagles than what the Cincinnati Bengals was able to throw at Patrick Mahomes yesterday. A number of those receivers were injured yesterday for the Chiefs as well. We'll see who's back. So injuries will play a part uh, in the outcome. But right now, uh, I'm leaning. I'm learning all these new gambling terms, Bill. I'm leaning towards uh, placing some money down on the Philadelphia Eagles in that one. Whether or not I do it uh, straight up on the money line or uh, minus the points, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I think Jalen Hurts and that running game along with that defense uh, right now are the favorites for good reason. Kenny, I don't, I don't know that you're just learning those terms. I mean, I, I think you you may have known those for a little while. Uh, Kenny, I guess one quick follow-up. The yeah. strengths of Kansas City and how they might be able to utilize those against the Eagles, and the same question about the Eagles. Their strengths may be best utilized against the Chiefs. Let's start with the Eagles. Four rushing touchdowns against the number one ranked defense yesterday, right? The quarterbacks were hurt for San Francisco, but the defense was it. And uh, Jalen Hurts and company, uh, they ran for four touchdowns in, in that 31-7 to seven victory or whatever the final score was. It was a blowout. So uh, their strength, running the ball, uh, rushing the passer with four, dropping seven. That's the way the Browns need to build a team if they're going to challenge, especially with Joe Burrow uh, and the Bengals uh, in the division, right? So you've got to get four guys down linemen, rushing the passer, dropping seven, disguising your defense. Philadelphia does that. Uh, better than anybody. That's why I've got them the favorites. That's their strength. The strength of the Kansas City Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes, but how healthy will he be? His ability to buy time, uh, make plays out of uh, you know nothing uh, for a first down or even better, the first touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey on a fourth down play yesterday. You saw that. He was still able to show you some of that Mahomes magic. That's the key. They've got to find a way to protect him, hope that he's healthy, and get some of those wideouts back and then stack the line of scrimmage and force Jalen Hurts to beat you in the air. Can he beat you passing the football? That means a seven-man uh, you know, front, if you can, if you're the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and hope that uh, you, know, you challenge him and he throws you some picks and, and you get a short field to work with to put some points on the board. Kenny, thanks a ton. We'll look forward to hearing uh, four hours of you and JT coming up this afternoon. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks for having me.